everyone. This is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the Busy Mom Podcast. I have a special guest in the studio with me today. Well, Dorinda's here, and I'm always happy to see you. Hi, Dorinda. Um, hi. Hi. But I also have my daughter, who is not always here, mm-hmm. and I'm happy to have you. Hey, Savannah. Hello. <laughs> Um, we, I, you know, Savannah and I are kind of getting ready for, we're working on some projects together and I thought it would be fun since people ask me all the time on the road about our kids and about how they feel about being homeschooled and what it was like to sort of grow up and not have memories of school, but you actually do have memories of school, right? You do have a few oh, yeah. at least. You mean from public school? Yeah. Yeah, I do. From school. So our, some of you don't know that I um, did not homeschool Savannah all the way through high school. I mean, I homeschooled her all the way through high school, but I did not homeschool her in the beginning, which I did with our other kids. And so today I really want to talk to Savannah about what it was like to grow up a little different. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that you're not different. I mean, you are different. You're only in a good way. You know, I'm going to dig my hole so deep I won't be able to get out of it. Um, before we get going, though, uh, Dorinda, I want to ask you really quickly if there is a couple of things coming up that we need to talk about. Uh, Fearless is happening in Chattanooga. That's yes. still coming up. Yep, that's coming up um, April 15th and 16th. April 15th and 16th. Mm-hmm. Um, you can check the website for that. If right. you're looking for places where I will be speaking, my next... Uh, uh, my next speaking engagement is at Great Homeschool in Cincinnati, probably one of the largest homeschool conventions in the country. If you're in that neck of the woods, I hope that you'll come and join us. And also, we really want you to leave reviews for us. We do. On iTunes. How can they great. do that? You just go to iTunes and you um, go to our podcast and leave a review there for us. And that what that does is bump us up towards the top and then other moms see it more and more moms are encouraged, which is what we are shooting for. That's awesome. So please leave us a review there. All right, Savannah, girl or girl, are you ready for this? I am so ready. (laughs) (laughs) So Savannah, you are, how old are you? She doesn't remember. Now, this is a, this is a woman 23 with a, or 24. <laughs> this is a woman with a toddler and a newborn. I'm surprised that she she knows her own name. Let, let's let's have a moment of silence for Savannah trying to remember her own name. <laughs> we can't Savannah. You have to do a moment of silence. Here we go. We did it. <laughs> Barely. Thank you. So Savannah, you are you're well past the homeschooling years now. Yes. yes. And so tell me a little bit about your family or, you know, not me. Tell listeners a little bit about your family. I know everything about your family. So. Yes, you do. (laughs) I have two kids. I'm married to my husband, Ryan Bates, and we um, pastor at a church. He's associate pastor at a little church in Camas. We live in the parsonage next door. Mm -hmm. I have a two-year-old. God bless you. (laughs) And a two-month-old, both boys. So my life's a little crazy right now with potty jokes and being (laughs) thrown up on and pooped on. (laughs) So you're you're getting a a real feel for the gig now. That's right, yeah. Yeah. Well, I already kind of had a feel a little bit. Being the oldest of seven, Mm -hmm. I practically mothered several of your children. Yes, but is it the same thing as getting up all? No, it's not. I thought it was. I thought I was so ready for this. I didn't realize how constant it was. At least I got a break before. Right? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get that sometimes from the, from Savannah's brothers and sisters, and they'll just be like, oh, we have to help with the kids all the time. And I'm like, you guys have no idea what the no actual idea. real gig is about. So now they just go talk to Savannah. <laughs> and Savannah's like, let me introduce you <laughs> to motherhood. Actually, you posted a meme that I thought was so stinking darn funny the other day on Facebook that I shared it at the Busy Mom. Do you remember that, Savannah, yeah. about the picture 
that um, lady who's taking, what did she say? Something like, I'm sorry that I post so many pictures of my kids or something like that. Yeah, she said, like, I'm sorry I posted so many pictures of my kids, but the only two things I could post pictures of are myself and cleaning. Myself and cleaning. So you don't <laughs> want to see that. <laughs> and I was like, oh, she's right. Okay, I found it. it says, yes, I know I post too many pictures of my kids, but unless I take pictures of myself cleaning, there's nothing else to photograph. <laughs> <laughs> so it kind of feels that way a little it bit. It does, yeah. yeah. Dorinda and I are always, Dorinda has, you know, a couple of grandkids now, and we're always doing a little bit of like self gratification giggling over watching our kids with toddlers. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> because really, the grandparent thing is awesome. It's it is. like, it's like reward for surviving. Exactly. That's yeah. exactly what it is. Yeah. And so you have this to look forward to, Savannah. I do. Yeah, you're excited. All right. So I really want to know, because we get asked this a lot, you know, as we're out on the road and people want to want to know, how do your kids feel about homeschooling? And I know that you and I have talked about this a lot. Um, we've done uh, radio interviews about it. And you've spoke about this with me and when we're out on the road. And you are a really decent speaker in your own right, which is really fun for me to watch you growing and um, and kind of spreading your wings a little bit. But I'm really curious when someone comes up to you and they say, what is your, what, what is your um, best and worst experiences about homeschooling? Because people want to know that all the time. Are you, so let me start here. Um, are you glad that you were homeschooled? I guess that's the first question people ask you, isn't it typically? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Why? She's going to make this hard on me. <laughs> Next question. No, I am glad that I homeschooled. I wasn't always as a kid. Um but I'm really grateful that I did. I feel like I got a good education. I got lots of memories and time with my family and a lot of things that I've heard that are a bummer about public school that I didn't have to go through and I got to miss mm -hmm. out on those. Um, I was able to get into college. I mean, really, there's. I'm really glad that I homeschooled and there really mm -hmm. isn't anything that I can think of that I regret. That, mm -hmm. But I wish I went to public school because then I would have blank. I'd, I right. can't think of anything like that. So. Right. And did, when you went to college, did you feel like you had a hard time keeping up with the kids in your class? No. Really? Mm -mm. See, that makes me really happy. Like, I And I already know that you're going to say that. I've heard it before, but it still is gratifying for me because I have four more that I'm trying to homeschool. <laughs> and I was, I didn't go into college feeling super confident either. Mm -hmm. I was, it felt experimental to me because I had always been homeschooled. I mean, well, I did do school little, but I started homeschooling in like half of Second grade, grade or something. I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So mostly it was just homeschool, especially high school years, which are important. And so I felt like going to college, like, all right, now I'm putting this to the test. I really hope my parents made a good choice for me because <laughs> I'm about to be really embarrassed or really relieved. <laughs> and uh, I really hope my parents made a good choice for me. <laughs> yeah. And I was. So I was relieved. It wasn't that bad at all. What and was really cool to me was the comments that you got from professors about your study skills and the things that you did for study group. Do you remember that? Um, mm -hmm. The sort of you took sort of notebooking, which we had done mm -hmm. uh, forever, and you actually used that in your college classes. Yeah, it helped me. When I take tests, I would draw things out and um, lay out timelines and such. Instead of just flashcards, I would use art to help mm -hmm. me remember stuff. Mm -hmm. and it was fun. And then I got to show all the other students. And they were like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and they ended up using my timelines. Yeah, because it, it works. So, yeah. You overachiever, you. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> You're such a homeschooler. I do think it's important, though, for parents to hear, because a lot of parents listening to this, their kids are all very little, mm -hmm. and they're trying to decide if homeschooling through high school is really something that they that 
that is going to work for their kids. Forget the fact that they're trying to decide if they can survive it. Mm-hmm. They want to know, is it going to work for my kids? Yeah, that's exactly right. I'm just going to chime in here. Um, the one thing that I've noticed with our kids and with a lot of homeschooling kids, just like Savannah was mentioning, she got to figure out how she learns best. Yep. So for her, it was through art. And so she could apply that um, when she went to college and it made her a much better student. And I think kids uh, typically in a public school setting never have that opportunity mm-hmm. or motivation mm-hmm. to even do that. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the beauties of homeschooling because that helps our kids become lifelong learners. That's totally right. Mm-hmm. And Savannah, if you're, when you're talking to uh, young moms, especially, so I'm, I'm thinking of moms who are your age, you know, right, you know, especially starting out and considering homeschooling, um, a couple of you know, what are a couple of things that come to mind that you would say to a mom who is just uh, just starting out that would help her kind of find her footing in homeschooling? Um, I think one of the things, especially if they have young kids, is that you don't have to overthink curriculum right away. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can I think of myself already as homeschooling in a way. Yep. Noah's only two. But I'm already doing colors with him and counting with him and even just the conversations that we have when he's playing. He asks me questions and I answer things that I'm helping him discover right now through play. Mm-hmm. And so I already kind of think of myself as homeschooling, I guess. Right. Because you is, are. Yeah, he is learning. And that's something that's so nice about it is that you can slowly grow into it because it starts out with play and then you incorporate more structure slowly as right. they get older. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's where we get hung up sometimes as homeschool moms. We forget that those toddler years, just like Savannah's saying, it was it's natural for her to answer his questions and help him, you know, co- sort of, you know, find his curiosities and mm-hmm. find answers to his mm-hmm. questions. And you just continue that into mm-hmm. the, Pretty soon you know, can help formal, him find the dishwasher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the toilet brush. <laughs> This is the toilet brush, right? But really, that's what moms are doing. It's intrinsic to us. And I think probably the culture has really lied to mothers, especially in a lot of ways, and devalued their role and said, you can't do this. Mm -hmm. You know, only a, quote, certified teacher can do this when the reality is the homeschool movement for the last 35, 40 years has proven now that that's not true that moms who really love their kids and have an interest in their in their children can do it. How important, Savannah, was it for you when you were growing up to have um, friends outside of outside of your homeschool experience? I mean, not that I wasn't a wonderful friend for you, but you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> it was very important to me. It was really important, actually. Um, the only time in my life when I ever really did not want to homeschool and was about to become a horrible child to you <laughs> Because I was so angry that you insisted I keep homeschooling was after we moved. um, We had just moved from Mount Vernon, Washington to four hours south to Vancouver, Washington. And we had been a part up in Mount Vernon of this co-op. And at this time, I was I was like 11 or 12, Mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. we had been a part of a homeschool co-op, so I had a bunch of friends up north who did the same thing as me. We understood each other. We both homeschooled. We both came from the same kinds of families. Um, and then when we came down here, I was thrown in a whole new pool of people. And, I mean, moving by itself is hard. You mm-hmm. don't know anybody. Mm-hmm. But also, you had no plans mm-hmm. of starting another co-op. And so my only option for getting friends was just to hope that our youth group produced some good friends for me, which (laughs) the odds were pretty good in my favor because it was a youth group of like 200 kids, right? I thought, okay, I'm just going to not be that shy homeschooler. I'm going to go here and make some friends. And I did. Mm -hmm. I really put myself out there and pushed myself. Mm -hmm. But what I found was that um, 
I just didn't have stuff in common with them. Mm-hmm. Like they were, we were friends and it was great, but I really hungered for friendships that were like-minded mm-hmm. kids mm-hmm. who were just like me, who I could relate to because really, even though they were nice to me, they all thought I was a little bit weird just because <laughs> I was educated differently than they were. Right, right. Um, so I wanted to quit. I didn't want to homeschool anymore. They always talked about how cool middle school was, and they were all excited to go into the same high school together, mm-hmm. and I felt so left out. I wanted to do things like dances and just things that seem really silly now. But at the time, <laughs> mm-hmm. they seemed like a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I said, Mom, please, mm-hmm. let me go to school so I can be normal. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, No. No. And I was very angry because you promised me that yep. you would not say no yep. if I ever asked. And actually, this is something that we've talked about you on the podcast. I broke my promise. <laughs> <laughs> we've actually talked about this before because that was one of the big mistakes of parenting that I made. And I think it, it goes to the point of parents being, I mean, eventually we made the right decision, which was not to put you in school. The wrong decision was to give Savannah the illusion that she was in control of what she could do at that age. And really a 13 or 14 year old kid should have a say in what they're doing, but the ultimate responsibility belongs to their parents. And I think, I mean, you're grateful now, but back then you weren't very glad. And I blew it by just saying, Oh, of course, because really what I was trying to do is kick the can down the road. I just figured that by the time (laughs) she reached high school, she wouldn't, she wouldn't want to go to high school because she would love, my teaching technique so much that she would just want to stay Never home. assume anything. Yeah. Mm. I did love your teaching techniques. <laughs> I just didn't like the isolation. That's what it felt like was I was just home isolated. I didn't have other friends who were doing what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And so I was really grateful that you made the choice to start a co-op. For us, yeah. it meant starting a co-op, but I'm sure there are co-ops that are already there that people can get involved in for their mm-hmm. kids. And mm-hmm. um, Because after that, and I got plugged in, and we were doing classes and hanging out with other homeschoolers regularly, I was totally content and happy again. Mm -hmm. I still had my friends at youth group, and now I had these other friends who Mm -hmm. were like-minded, and that was huge for me. Yeah, and that's a big deal. I think that, um, you know, because homeschool kids are no different than any other kid. They want to have a social life, too. Parents want friends, their kids want friends, and I think it's important for parents to really listen to their kids. When their kids say, I'm, you know, I'm lonely, which was really the impetus for Jay and I to start another co-op, which I'd already done once, you know? Well, and basically what you did in essence was you helped choose her friends. You you created something that would attract the kind of kids that you wanted her to hang out with. Mm -hmm. And so we, I just saying all this to say that we as parents can do that. Mm -hmm. We can be discerning. You always say, be that mom, be that Mm -hmm. mom who knows Mm -hmm. who your kids' friends are and Mm -hmm. has something to say about it. And, you know, I, I just think... It was willing really to let cool. your kid be mad at you. Right. And, and, I, and do the right thing. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And co op was so, like, I wanted to go to public school, and that wasn't the right thing for me, but you still listened to my concern. You still listened to what was bothering me, and you came mm-hmm. up with a solution mm-hmm. that worked with what you wanted for my schooling in my life mm-hmm. and also helped solve my problem that I was experiencing. Mm-hmm. That's really good. Yeah, and I think it, it it's important for parents who are listening and they're considering, you know, um, they're thinking of homeschooling, or especially if you've got a child who's in school right now and you're getting ready to pull them from public school, which is happening all over mm-hmm. the country mm-hmm. for a variety of reasons. When you do that, um, I think what I think that goes to Savannah's point to just say, do your homework, find out what homeschool groups are meeting in your area, and then get involved. You know, create those the uh, that environment for your kids that they're gonna flourish in. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I know that we've got a lot more questions we could talk about, and maybe we'll go ahead and do that. But uh, we've, we're running out of time for this podcast. But Savannah, it's so fun to have you here. Thank it's you. fun to look across the table and look at this beautiful woman with spit up all over her that I, <laughs> I love so much. <laughs> so in the meantime, if you guys are thinking about homeschooling, you can check out the Busy Mom blog and just type the word homeschool into the search bar. There are dozens of articles that will come up. You can also check out HSLDA, the Homeschool Legal Defense Association.org. For more information on beginning homeschooling, uh, Dorinda and I just did a podcast about this several weeks ago, mm-hmm. um, comparing public the benefits of homeschooling to public schooling. And again, I'm going to just end by saying, um, I do not believe and never have, be- have believed that homeschooling is the answer, but homeschooling in the hands of godly parents is an incredible tool for discipleship. Mm-hmm. We'll see you back here next time at the Busy Mom Podcast. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.